iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is a podcast from The Times. Go to thetimes.co.uk. The Rugby World Cup from The Times with Mark Suster. We'll be with you every week with the latest from the tournament, looking at the prospects for the home nations and the other big guns, of course, and reviewing all the action on and off the field. Find it at thetimes.co.uk or in iTunes. Thank you for joining me on the Game Podcast Bonus. Uh, with me this week is Stuart Robson. Um, Stuart, I want to look at the issue. Uh, you, you may have heard about this. Nathan Eccleston, uh, young, 20-year-old, I believe, uh, Liverpool footballer, has been on loan at a number of clubs. Um, like many, he's on Twitter. And he tweeted something um, right around the anniversary of September 11th, um, basically saying that, he still thinks that September 11th was some kind of conspiracy, didn't really go into detail, and um, he made reference to the um, the order of the Illuminati, uh, and of course, as all good conspiracy theorists uh, know, the Illuminati is a, is a secret society of, uh, of people who, uh, who control the world. I'm not going to ask you whether the Illuminati exists or because you may be one of them, um, and of course they're, they're a secret. So, um, but I want to just to ask. I mean, this view was offensive to a lot of people. Liverpool have opened, have opened uh, sort of their own internal review um, into this matter. But you know, obviously, we've talked about footballers on Twitter, footballers airing their views. Um, is there an issue with 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 footballers? speaking out on, on matters that aren't football related. I mean, obviously footballers are people. Um, some of them read the newspaper and, and, and uh, have opinions. I, I think players are, are quite... Uh, it's alright for them to have their own view. I think where it, it's, what football clubs are worried about is when they start uh, being disruptive, they start having to go at their own manager, they start having to go at their own club. That's when football clubs seem to get involved. But I thought years ago we had freedom of speech. I, I know now contracts, they try and put in contracts that you, you can't say anything derogatory about the club and all this sort of stuff and that's why they try and but depending who the player is how the clubs deal with it if it's a player that they don't uh, particularly want they'll use it against them if it's a player they really like and is worth a lot of money they'll 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 just over, over overlook it and that's the problem I find with most football clubs depending on the value of the player player how they how they deal with them but it does seem though that I mean especially in England more so I think than other countries um footballers never speak out about you know anything political or even anything to do with you know social issues whether it's abortion homosexuality you know whatever here you know you've got a 20 year old kid who goes out and you know tweets something which (laughs) maybe it's true I certainly don't believe it is but is you know is going to be offensive to a lot of people how should a football club you spoke of freedom of speech before he's not criticizing the club here exactly 
So you don't you don't have a problem with it? Uh, I, I might have a problem with what he said, but I, I don't think. Well, that, you don't have a problem with his right to no, go no, and, and tweet. Yeah, where you you've got every right to say what you want to say about uh, politics or social issues. There's, there's no there shouldn't be any sort of uh, gagging order on that sort of stuff. You, you should be allowed to say what you want. Um. So. I'm sure that in the contract, in his contract, there would be some kind of clause, which he right at the, yeah, accept. some small print right at the bottom that says you mustn't say this about this, and you mustn't say this, which is a great. Uh, but it also long says list. you mustn't say anything or behave in any kind of way that would bring disrepute on the club. Now, so if Nathan Eccleston, you know, came out and said, "Hey, you know, everybody should go and join the Ku Klux Klan," which mm. I don't think he would because he's black, but you never know. Yeah. Um, you know, would the club be then, or oh, with, within their rights to? To, to discipline him? I'm sure the clubs. First of all, they've got to have a. They'll probably have a word with him. They they may uh, just. It's what football clubs do as well. They tell the public that they're disciplining people. They're fining them just to appease what's going on outside. The criticism the player might be getting. But behind it, they say, "Oh, don't worry. You know, it's it's okay. We just we just make this statement." And again, we, we go back to it. Depending who the the player is at the football club, if it's a player they think they can bully a little bit, they'll they'll have a right go at him and they'll fine him. If it's one of their biggest earners and their best players. And their, mo- their biggest assets, they'll they'll cover it up and sort of uh, and, and the player will give a little. They try and get the player to give a little speech, but the pl- the club won't actually have a go at him. And this is what uh, you know. I get uh, very frustrated about in football. It's, it's immoral the way clubs deal with their biggest assets and the players down at the bottom level of the club. Um, going back to your, to your playing days, uh, um, you know, it wasn't that long ago, but. Did- did you find I mean, we all know sort of the joke about you know Graham Lasso reading the Guardian and mm-hmm. so on and look but did you find that there were footballers who actually took an interest in um, or, or do we have this distorted idea that they're all most of the footballers in money and that, sex and well most of the footballers that I played with were the only political view they had was they'd vote for the party which uh, taxed them least that was that was it was all selfish so they're all Tories yeah, of course they were yeah. even the Scousers no they couldn't be they, well mo- all the ones that were playing for Arsenal at the time that I was playing they, they were all Tories because you didn't have Scousers at Arsenal did you um, no, we didn't. No, no, not one scouser. But right. they all, they all, they all voted for Tories and, and made a big fuss of it because it was all about the tax. You know, that's all they worried about. Self, as most footballers are, they're very selfish. But did they? Did there was it just a question of voting, or did they? I mean, I I, I go back. Uh, I remember David Beckham gave this long interview where, you know, he he said he didn't he said he didn't vote, which didn't necessarily surprise yeah. me. Um, but David Beckham, for his part. I think you know as early as as 15 years ago when he was almost I don't want to say he was a nobody because he was already famous but um, you know he made the point for example he took quite a strong stand on on gay rights um, is that something that footballers can can do more of to take a to take a stand on show, social issues or is there also the risk that if they do that they may also come up with opinions that the mainstream doesn't like and it was just the football clubs just see it as disruptive and. As long as their their opinions are done for the right reason, and that is that actually their opinion, they're not just you know. I would always think whenever David Beckham uh, does something, has an opinion, and I, he does it for commercial reasons. He does it to to get uh, better opinion, public appeal, get better public appeal, make his commercial value much higher. Footballers and agents, or agents, will suggest to footballers to make uh, speeches that uh, it actually helps themselves, not helps any the society or helps other people. They're maybe one or two but most of it is selfish 
It seems to me that uh, football is perhaps the most apolitical sphere in this mm. country. Is that is that maybe good? I mean, is it? Do we spend enough time talking? Do we have enough people sounding off on on on, on social issues and political issues and ethical issues? That hey, maybe it's not a bad thing if yeah, footballers I, just. Shut I, up think and play football. I think it's good that footballers shut up and just play their football or try to play the football because when they do come out with opinions, usually they're not particularly good, are they? You know, you you, you read if, you, if you're going to get people giving opinions, you, they've got to be have a knowledge of the subject, and quite often footballers don't have a knowledge of the subject they're talking about when they come out and spout off about something. Well, if uh, is maybe also uh, a function of um, of long-standing uh, attitudes towards uh, towards footballers, uh, and, and in terms of them being encouraged to speak, uh, certainly in in other countries, I'm thinking of, of Argentina, primarily, but um, also Germany, mm-hmm. Spain. Um, you tend to have a different type of footballers who who does speak out a lot more, and it's and is more associated. I mean, personally, I think if. Uh, if footballers could get involved on certain issues, and some of them, some of them do, on usually on very broad charitable issues, nobody mm. could possibly disagree with, like you know, end knife fighting or whatever. You know, who's going to come out and you know, no. for, for they might back, it, they might back a, a you know, like, like Rio Ferdinand has done in, in his in his uh, native but, South London. You know, backed up sort of the things that are going on in the in the, in that uh, environment, how to control it, and that's that's all very good because you, there's a role model that's trying to do the right thing. But uh, the thing that disappoints me footballers aren't allowed to have opinion about their own football clubs they aren't allowed to have opinion about the, the style of football they want to play I had an issue when I was captain of Coventry that I didn't like the style of football I didn't like what Bobby Gould was doing at the football club at the time and I wrote a piece or somebody wrote a piece for me in the Times it was slightly critical of Bobby Gould and the, the way we were playing we were top of the table but I said I prefer to, to have been top of the table the way we were playing the previous year oh all hell broke loose you know I was a, I was a, the worst person in the world for, for writing something against the club and that was I just felt that that was the right thing to do at the time and that freedom of speech was taken away really because you were worried about everything and press offices now are so strict about anything that goes out from anywhere in the football club it's unbelievable uh, yeah, that's um, that's certainly very true, and uh, perhaps a discussion for another time. Stuart, thank you so much. Voiceover describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. Voiceover on settings, so you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.